doesn't matter. I'm not going to believe shit. It's like someone, like a whore. She f***ed everybody. Your neighborhood whore. She everybody. And uh, you didn't know she f***ed uh, Luis, your boy. Yeah, you didn't think? But then someone, some guy goes, hey, did she f*** Luis too? <laughs> You'd probably believe her, right? Yeah, no doubt. Because she has that yeah. history behind Even if she did f*** Luis, it wouldn't matter. She's still a whore. Mm. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't matter. So same thing. It wouldn't be like, ah, you, you thought she Louise, you thought you're yeah. crazy. Yeah, you're crazy for thinking she f- Louise. Mm. I told anybody can tell you, she, you know, that she f- anybody. You'd believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's f- whore. Yeah, that's what it's do. not that hard to convince me. Yeah, yeah, you could fool me easily. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. A very special Wake the Flock Up on location uh, back in Sherman Oaks, right? Is this Sherman Oaks? Thing? Van Nuys. Van Nuys now. Yes. Okay, because the, the line divides, right? Doesn't it? Isn't it's close. So I used to do a radio show right there on iHeart on across the street from the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Uh-huh. And I went there for about a year and we had a couple of shows in development. So... It was so funny that it ended up being so close to that spot. Because as I'm driving down, I'm like, oh, I know these streets. But I'm from Orange County. Yeah. So outside of the places I've been, I'll get completely lost in LA. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, it's I love coming down here. I love the, the energy. I always feel like there's so much I could do here, but I just don't have the opportunity or the or know enough people to get busy out here, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it'll swallow you up and spit you out, send you send you home. <laughs> but it is nice. I'm in it. Uh, so we're here, and it's midnight, which is interesting. Is the first one I've done. Uh, uh, midnight. I've never done an interview this late, so I hope I'm I'm up. I drank a, a monster on the way over here, hoping to keep my energy up. You know, right. uh, so we'll make it happen. So I'm here, sitting here with Eddie Bravo. Thank you for making time. You're still in your getup from from uh, from teaching your class, right? Yes, yes. How often does do you teach your class? Four times a week. Four times a week. Yeah. How many years you've been? Four doing days that? a week. Four uh, days a week. Six classes. Four days. How many? How, how long you been doing that for? Twenty four years. Twenty four years. You've kept that schedule. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's speak- no wait wait wait. I've been doing jujitsu twenty four years. Uh-huh. I haven't been teaching. Uh, teaching. 14 years, not 24, 14 years. Wow. Well, the same schedule. Yes. Wow. You always get out this late? Uh, yep. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, it was funny because you're like, oh, let me take a picture so my wife knows that I'm, that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that something she worries about most of the time? Hey, right? you know, oh, I'm out late at night. Yeah. She needs to know where I'm at. No, no, I understand. Hey, mine, you know? mine's, mine's at the point she doesn't care. I can't just go anywhere. Are you kidding? I'm married. You can't just. <laughs> Go wherever you want. I've been, I'm married too, right? But I feel that at this point, she's just like, she knows like, okay, well, you can't do any better. So I'm just going to let you do your thing. And she doesn't worry about it so much. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. It's kind of insulting a little bit. Like I want her to think that I could cheat, but not that I, but know that I won't. Right? Yeah. That's kind of where you want to be at, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to be right there. No one wants to be at the, want to cheat, can't cheat. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> hey, how dare you? I could, but I choose not if to. If I could cheat, ooh, <laughs> I would. 
So oh. Eddie, Eddie. So uh, when uh, oh, and shout out to Ariano who 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 hooked us up. He wanted me to let you know he wanted to be here, but he couldn't make it out tonight. It's all good. Okay. So uh, the the reason that I was so excited, he goes, "Yo, have you thought about Eddie Bravo?" And I told him only sexual. No, no I don't. I said, uh, "Yeah, of course, I'm a big fan of Eddie Bravo." And he goes, "You should try him out for the for the podcast." And I thought it would be a very interesting interview because you are a man of many talents, right? Mm. And you seem to be very good at a lot of the stuff that you get into. Not not excluding the jujitsu, which you're amazing at, right? But you're also behind the mic and you got music that you're involved in and stuff like that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How long has music, music played a role in Eddie Bravo's life? My whole life. My whole life. I was always known as... I wasn't known as a jiu-jitsu guy until I was 33. Mm-hmm. Up until then, everybody that knew me was... I was this dude that DJed at strip clubs until he got a record deal. Mm. You know, my whole life, it was always about the music. With my family, it's like, fuck. It just, it would he just like something else? It was always about the music since I was 10. Mm-hmm. Always in bands, always, you know, was in speed metal bands, playing drums, and always involved in music, then moved to Hollywood when I was 21, it was time to get serious and leave Orange County, because that's where I grew up, I grew up in Santa Ana, and when I was 21, I was like, fuck these guys down here, these guys aren't serious enough, so I'm going to Hollywood to to uh, make it in music, you know, so me and my, my best friend, who's my music partner, came out to Hollywood and uh, you know I started doing jiu-jitsu to stay in shape just so I wouldn't be a fat rock star and the jiu-jitsu blew up and the music didn't <laughs> so that's where we're at I never stopped making music though I just released an album mm-hmm. I don't I never stop. Definitely oh, want to talk about that. I think cool. it's very Thanks. interesting. And the, the other thing, as I'm doing the research before, uh, you know, I, I do the research when I get to know who the artist is, is uh, you got a song with Rocker. Yep. Yeah. Who has, who, I'll give credit to Rocker for this. So when I started the show four years ago, tomorrow, it'll be four years that I've done the show, Rocker was one of the first true artists, like real name artists that took an interest in the show and like sat down with me for like two hours and we like conversated. So it's one of the greatest episodes I've done. And it's all shout out to Rocka being so humble and real of a dude who didn't, who's this? He didn't know. I didn't have a name. I didn't do anything yet, but he's like, yeah, dude, like, let's, let's do it. Right. Yeah. And I came to him out as a fan. So the, the, re- the way the show started was, um, I, I'm an MC, right? And, uh, we couldn't land interviews. We just couldn't find anybody to give us decent interviews besides, Hey, yeah, what's your name? Oh, what do you got dropping? Okay. Nice to meet you. Goodbye. Right. Like that's just hip hop. It's very promotional. It's very quick. Everyone wants to be friends. So everyone shares the project, blah, 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 but nobody gives true opinions about the project. And I don't get to know blank. Let's say Method Man. I don't get to know Method Man better after an interview that I knew him before the interview. And I always thought that was a problem, especially in hip hop, where all we do is talk, but no one really gets to know the artist, right? So then me and my friend sat down, and I'll show you. We literally wrote a list of everyone we've ever wanted to interview. And Rocka is on that list. I'm a huge dialer of people's fan. Huge fan. You know, Evidence is on the list. Rocka's on the list. I got a bunch of other rappers on there, too. Um, but uh, Rocka was one of the first names we were able to cross off. Um, and it just speaks to how humble he is. But then it turns it turns around to being like Rocker could like probably kick your ass, right? I'm not saying you, but I'm saying the random person Rocker could kick your ass because he's also uh, yeah, a jujitsu yeah. uh, yeah. enthusiast and stuff, right? Yeah, I think he's a brown belt. Oh, is he? Yeah. How, how's it work in jujitsu? What are the belts like? White, blue, purple, brown, black. Wow. 
So he's 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 putting time. Yeah, yeah. How long would it take a normal person to reach each level? He might be black belt already. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know if he stopped, but he should have been by now. Because when we did that song together, yeah. he was a brown belt. I believe he was. I'm pretty sure he was. And that was, ooh, 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Seven, eight years ago, we did that song. Um, he should be a black by now. Mm. He should be. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Right. Yeah. And who knows? Some, some, <laughs> some people drop off at brown belt, you know, and there's a lot of brown belts. You quit there. You just can't handle the pressure of being a black belt. There's a lot of pressure. What pressure do you have? You know, people beating you, you know, cause jujitsu is the only martial art that you, you actually, um, can spar a hundred percent against and you, you get like definitive answers as to who's better. You're winning. You, you, like in, in kickboxing, for instance, you can't spar 100%. You don't want to beat the shit out of your, your buddy, your sparring partner. So m- most martial arts, you can't really get kills mm. in sparring, mm-hmm. in any of the striking arts. But in jiu-jitsu, you can. Mm-hmm. You make them tap out. That's exactly what you would do in competition. So you actually really get to do. Like in kickboxing, in competition, you can mm. try to knock someone out. Right. But how often do you compete? Mm. So you rarely get the chance to actually like kill someone. So jiu-jitsu is, a, is the most well-rounded of the martial arts? No, I wouldn't say it's just fighting on the ground and, and you know, there's fighting on your feet. There's two ways to fight. You could be standing up or you could be on the ground. Jiu-jitsu is all about the ground and uh, it's not going to help you on your feet. Because you know? there's like a large percentage of a, a, the percentage that you end up on the ground in a fight is, is very large, right? Yeah, it could be for sure. Yeah. Especially if you want it there and that's what you're good at. You're mm-hmm. going to drag it it's mm. really easy to drag the fight down to a guy who doesn't train mm-hmm. you know anybody who's been doing jiu-jitsu like, again the sparring aspect of it you you guys are actually sparring 100% you're not striking but mm-hmm. you're trying to tap each other out and you're mm-hmm. going 100% when, it, when in the striking arts you can't spar 100% you, mm-hmm. you're just like light you don't want to hurt anybody mm-hmm. but um, so you get kills so in jiu-jitsu you know, for a blue belt or a purple belt, a guy coming up to tap out a black belt, it's a big kill. Like to get a tap out, it's like mm-hmm. a grand motherfucking slam. And it doesn't feel good. It feels the opposite. However, how good it feels for the guy doing it, it feels the opposite for the black belt when he gets tapped out by a blue belt or a purple belt. So it's a lot of pressure because every day you go into class and everybody wants to tap you because you're a black belt and they feel they can get you these. Also, oh, they're going for your head. Hell yeah. Okay. No one gets hurt though. It's just, but the tapping represents death. Cause if I got you in a choke and you tap out, you don't get hurt nothing but if i wanted to hold that represented like i could have killed you if i wanted to yeah okay which is important because uh and it's ridiculous to say this but i've i'm taking jujitsu classes and i've I've been taking for about a year now nice and the only reason that i wanted it was also to be in shape right which has helped me lose 25 pounds now nice yeah dude i I was bigger than this eddie so yes it's very nice It's, it's awesome also being i am a big chest and case guy Always have been as a kid, even, even as an adult. I got like a, like emergency kits at home in case I, I carry around a, a pocket knife that's wrapped around 5150 cord and it, and it, and it also, it You're comes like a survivor. With, I'm a survivor, dude. And then look, it has a little fire starter thing here. I just like scrape this off and I'm able to just start a fire anywhere I am. I don't know what in my head is going on and what situations I'll find myself where I need to start a fire, but I always leave the house with something to be able to start a fire with. Mm-hmm. I don't know in my brain. It just always seems like you're, sur- you're in survival mode, man. Always, I'm, but, but, you know, and I'm ex-military and stuff. And I think that's okay. That's, yes, for but sure. I think I'm ex-military because I've wanted to be prepared in the future, uh. not the other way around. Right? Uh. So all this happened before the military. So I figured, well, if I really 
if shit really goes down, I need to be able to protect myself and who I'm with, my family or wife or whatever. So I, I joined the military because of that. I wanted the training and the mentality and the physical. You know, in class tonight, I had, I had um, a big squad from Chicago, from 10th Planet Chicago, and the head instructor there, Josh Passini, he's really into your stuff, the survival stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, he trains to... He trains for post-apocalyptic times where you have to kill someone. He trains people to kill them the most efficiently. Like he would, and he's right now he's got like these packs on him where he's ready to go. Like if someone gets shot, like he get, he's got tourniquets. He's got a package on him in his fanny pack where he's got like a, like a needle too that supposedly when you get shot in the chest, there's like a big air bubble that blows out and it chokes you. So you got to go in there and pop it with a needle and then you could breathe. And that's how a lot of people die. Holy it's, shit. It's a, they get a big air bubble pop, yeah. like, like caught yeah. and it chokes them and it like presses against their throat and they got to pop it. And this, this guy's ready with that kind of, he has like a Batman got, type dude, of belt. Fuck yeah. That's what's up. Dude, he's ready. He's like special operations. Yeah, tenth planet. Yeah, well, what uh, what uh, what branch is that? Do you know? Tenth planet, Chicago. Mm, yeah. Okay, they got they got some they got gnarly shit going on there. Uh, okay. <laughs> they're ready. They're ready for zombies. Yeah. How do you feel about the zombie apocalypse? I don't really know nothing about zombies. No, you know, with I think I feel you could take a zombie. You know what? Because I don't think the ground the the the, the floor yeah. moves. You just you, you're gonna have to. Um, rip off their arms because they could drag <laughs> themselves. You could rip off their arms and then rip off their legs, yeah. and that's it. Well, you know who? Uh, and all love to him, but he ruined all zombie movies. Was a uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Why? Because you know him just being so smart. He kind of he just said a one sentence and it ruined the entire zombie genre. He goes, "There can never be a zombie apocalypse." And the guy was like, "Well, well why not? I mean, there's all the medic medically it could be." Po-. He goes. Um, after three days, they're they're not they can't move the human the human body after three days you get rigor mortis they're unable to walk so there goes your zombie genres right there on, on the spot can you imagine be uh, <laughs> being too smart for your own good is a real thing like that guy just like no, nothing could be like it 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 always have to be diagnosed and, and broken down in your brain right when you're that Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. I mean, like he's like the coolest dude on the planet, right? But I feel like he would ruin like a movie for you. He'd be like, "Bullshit," and you would trust it because it's like Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, I don't trust true. anything that guy says. You don't think so? No. Okay, this is this is another reason why uh, why it's so I want. I thought this would be very important. You're one of these dudes who, who doesn't like. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. Like you don't succumb to theories and ideas. And you're very Ma- mainstream information. Mainstream information. Mainstream information yeah. is all controlled. That's mm. there's no like real mainstream media. It's all psychological programming. Mm. That's not shit. That's just not real. You don't think so? No, mm. no. Mm. It's all designed like CNN yeah. is. Uh, it's the propaganda machine, right? Yeah, they're not trying to inform anybody of w- what they should know. It's all about. Keeping power, keeping control. When did you come to that determination? Has it, have you always thought about life? I never that? trusted TV. I never did. Cause I'd see TV shows, like, you know, you'd see, um, 
like Brady Bunch and just all these happy family growing pains. I'm like, that's not how my life is. Mm-hmm. That's how none, nobody on my block is living like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dad's left one by one, bop, mm-hmm. bop, bop, a bunch of poor Mexicans and single moms and, you know, all the, the dads are gone and then on new boyfriends come and go mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, you're from Santa Ana. Yeah. Is that where you were? That is where you raised? Yep. Yep. Okay. Raised in Santa Ana. Yeah. Came out to Hollywood and when I was 21, that was in 1991 and been here ever since. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm from Orange County myself, Anaheim. Born and raised down okay. the street from where you're at. Um, and yes, very, very similar story. I don't know. Was, was your pops around during your growing no, up? No. No. Moms raised you. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, so I have the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, um, the, the, the beauty of that, Right. Is that you look for father figures in other places. And sometimes that works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. For me, hip hop was that like right away. It was just hip hop. Like, because it was just like males that were older than me discussing their lives. So I, I took what they were saying as if it were like a father telling me like, yeah, like yeah. Pac raised me and, you know, Wu Tang raised me and Nas. They, they showed me how to be that dude. Um, character and morals and all that stuff. Cause hip hop when we were coming up is not the hip hop now. Like it would be, unrecognizable for Tupac if, if he were just alive today and saw the bullshit that's going on, right? Yeah. Um, because it's not used for the same purposes, you know? And when you're, when you don't have a father figure, you look for other people, right? For, uh, for, for father figures. For sure. Yeah. Did you ever look for anybody else? Well, that's why I wanted to be a rock star because mm. I, uh, I wanted admiration. I wanted people to adore me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Insecure child. Mm. You know. You have brothers and sisters. Yep. Are you a middle child? Yep. Oh, so you got the middle child syndrome going yeah. on. Not only middle child syndrome, but my um, o- older brother and younger sister have the same father. I'm in the middle with a different father. So tough. That's, that's another level. Right yeah. There. Another level middle child. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. So. What was it like growing up for Eddie Bravo, though, with the, with that kind of stuff? Did were you a troublemaker? Did you look for attention in the in that negative aspect? Uh, well, my my stepdad, um, wh- which was my older brother and younger sister's real dad, he lived with me from five to ten. So from one to five, it was my life was great. From five to ten. My stepdad was a dick, so it sucked. But he left when I was 10, so then it was just my mom by herself from 10 on. And at that point, you know, uh, you know, my mom didn't make any money. I had to figure out how to make money. And, you know, as a poor Mexican kid, I'd be stealing shit, um, trying to scam shit, trying to survive. We had nothing. So, um, yeah. And then I got music in my head. Uh, I, got, I saw Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park mm. when I was eight. And that's when I knew I wanted to play music right mm-hmm. there. I was like, fuck, there's something about Kiss just blew me away. Mm. And then it's so larger than life. And I wanted millions of fans screaming at me and shit. So I just, I wanted that shit. So my life was sucking. I go, that's what I want. And, uh, by the time I figured out, like, damn, it's really hard to make it to make it in this. Business. I was so deep that I mm-hmm. couldn't back out. Now mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally, you know, I always, I always You've uh, invested too much time in it. Yeah, and I was always so confident. I I didn't know anything about the music business. I just was so confident that 
I was going to make it in music. It was mm-hmm. like a, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I felt like it was just going to happen. There was no doubt. And, um, then I learned the truth about, uh, first of all, my music sucks. And then second of all, um, <laughs> you know, making it in the music business is fucking tough yeah even when you get signed shit then you're all stressed out about staying signed Mm. and even if you do have a successful album then you're stressed out about the next one sucking and then you're getting dropped and then the more you you learn about the how the music business really operates and the psychopaths that really run it you're like fuck that you know they just own your shit you have to sell your fucking soul literally to make it in the music business. This is important. This is important because when you say literally, right, we got to, we got to kind of break it down because I feel people don't understand what that means. And and here's my, my idea, my perception of that. You're going to have to do things that you wouldn't usually want to do, right? In order to succeed, whether that be blah, 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 blah. So now you can say, I sold my soul. That means I sold my morals, sold my standards, sold my manhood or whatever it is to get there. Are you saying you literally have to sell whatever it is described as a soul? I think at the high level, Satanism is a big part of it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Now this is... so as a, as it's I, satanic. Does that sounds crazy? Yeah, they used to think Alex Jones is really crazy. I would say, "Where the, the you know the elite are satanic, you know pedophiles?" And people are like, "Man, he's he's losing me here. He's saying this all the satanic shit." But guess what? Yeah, they are fucking satanic. Right, right, right. You see it everywhere. Yeah, and the people at the top at in the entertainment business, all of them at the top, they're all involved. They're all it's all a club, and they mm-hmm. love it. They love it. Mm-hmm. Probably having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking, you know, above the law. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, involved in some fucking crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. And they'll never get thrown in jail for it. Mm-hmm. They'll never get, they love it. Yeah. They love it. And, 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 uh, okay. So I had the writer of the NWA movie on my show the night before the Oscars, right? The, the, the guy that wrote the uh, Straight Outta Compton movie, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a 47 year old white dude. He has like no end for hip hop or nothing. He's just a guy that does research and he wrote a script and there he sold it. And then he said, dude, like the movie is so far from the script that I wrote, like after Dre got to his hands on it. And the, the studios got their hands on it. The movie turned out to be very different from what I have written, but he already sold the rights and he yeah. didn't care. He's just going to make another movie with that, right? Like yeah. he, he has no vested interest in hip hop. So I asked him directly, like, do you know who shot Tupac? Like, can you tell me the investigation, everything you've done? And he goes, I could tell you what my research has found. So I took it to be true because again, it's a 47 year old white guy. He doesn't have any interest in hip hop. So he doesn't have like a dog in the fight to be like, well, you know, this, that or the other. He just, told the, the, the truth. And what did he say? This is what he said. Look, did anybody see Murder Rap uh, on the Reels channel? Would have a hard time finding fault with that documentary. Mm. So that puts, uh, you know, that puts Suge at the, uh, in the biggie mix. But they, uh, you know, they, like I said, had a false sense of security. And so uh, as they're leaving, you know, the, the party gets shut down because it's so crowded. The fire marshal shuts the place down, packed. There's tons of people everywhere. Streets are crowded. And uh, as they're leaving in their caravan, um, Huffy pulls out first in a, in a uh, SUV. Biggie's behind him in another SUV. He's sitting in the front passenger seat. And as they're going towards the intersection, away from the museum,
Impala along the curb that holds up alongside Biggie's car. A lone driver leans out the window and starts to shoot and, uh, you know, obviously kills Biggie. Uh, but that was it. And then uh, finally, after um, conducting our investigation, uh, we were able to find a co-conspirator in the murder. She was a female confidant and baby mother to one of Shug's kids. And uh, she confesses about her involvement in the murder. She implicates Shug. She says that she met with Shug um, several times at the county jail where Shug was incarcerated. And Shug gives her the you know basic orders or directions. Get a hold of one of my guys, a guy named Poochie, who's a known shooter and a known, you know, kind of hitman for Shug. He's done stuff for him in the past, mm -hmm. and uh, says, "Get a hold of him and, you know, set it up." So you say that Shug Knight was involved with the murder of the notorious B.I.G. Yeah, he was behind it. He was the primary conspirator, and um, of course, the trigger man is is really the main suspects, but of course should set everything in motion. Who shot? I mean, I believe it was Orlando Anderson that killed Tupac. I'm almost certain of it. What backs uh, that up? Oh, um... The theories, you know, the the, theories have come about, and then the way it was handled by LAPD and, 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 and all this other stuff that I went down. I don't know. I don't think Keefe D is lying in, in murder rap. I don't think he's lying. They had him dead to rights. They were going to put him away for 26 years. And they said, this is what we want. If you find out you lied once in this, in this deposition, we're going to lock, we're going to, we're going to send you away forever. So he had, you know, ample incentive to tell the to tell the truth well another irony in suge's statement is that he's you know he's dissing rick ross at the time and he one of the things he says is you know rick ross if you want to be with puffy who's the guy who killed tupac then go ahead so suge talks out of both sides of his mouth but it's interesting that he alludes to the fact that puffy hired somebody to kill tupac which is what we discovered in the investigation we have a confessing co-conspirator in that murder also, a guy named Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, who is the uncle of Orlando Anderson. Orlando Anderson, if you recall, is the one that was fighting with Tupac prior to his murder. Right. Okay. Well, he confesses that uh, they did, in fact, do that murder, but it was solicited by Combs. Combs needed to get, uh, I'm sorry, Combs needed to get uh, Suge and Tupac out of the way because of all these brewing animosities and hostilities going on behind their two record labels. That's a little harder to swallow. It really is, unless you understand the background of what was taking place with these guys. You know, Suge Knight was hunting Puffy down. Suge Knight had essentially kidnapped a guy and tortured him, trying to find the whereabouts of Puffy Combs when he comes out to the West Coast, trying to find the family house. And inevitably, Puffy found out that Suge was trying to hunt him down. There had already been several shootings between these crews. And when you start to put all that into perspective, you know, it was almost like Puffy realized that it was me or him. And that is why he hired these crips to act as his quasi-security when he came to Los Angeles. He put these people 
in that position specifically to protect himself from Suge. Kill or be killed. Exactly. It really was. It was a desperate act, but uh, he didn't feel like he had a choice. So why isn't Diddy in jail? Well, we run into the same problem with the district attorney out in Las Vegas. Are you really going to try to pose a case against a music icon with hundreds of millions of dollars based on the testimony of a gang member? I hear you. He shot up in the middle of a club and, and walked away. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with J-Lo. How do you miss J-Lo in a pistol? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. And he goes, basically, what the reason that Puffy isn't in jail is because Puffy is a multimillionaire. And the words and all this came out of a confession of the cousin of the guy that killed Tupac. They, he had been arrested. They knew this. They interviewed him about it. And he said, oh, yeah, Puffy paid, me, paid almost this money to go kill Pac. And then they interview the cop and the cop said, that we couldn't bring any charges because the guy is a drug dealer. So it would be the voice of a drug dealer versus a multimillionaire with a bunch of money. We couldn't bring this case up. Right. Mm-hmm. So it speaks to people getting away just because they're rich with hideous crimes that they commit. Right. Yeah. Is exactly what we're talking about. Now, <clears throat> what struck me as weird is that everybody knows like the law enforcement know this, but they can't bring up the charges because the guy is dead now. They kill Pac. And the guys in, and the other guys in jail for the rest of his life for other crimes. Mm-hmm. So now it's the word of a criminal against a guy that has millions of dollars. Yeah. Walks away scot free, continue to make music, make millions of bucks, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's on record that Puffy had Tupac killed. And in retaliation, Suge had Biggie killed. It all ties up very nice in a little, a little bow because that's the truth, right? It goes to what you were saying. Rich people will get away with stuff as long as they have the money to do it. And the other reason that it's very, it's very weird to to believe this is because before you're rich you have like greed and wants and stuff right imagine having unlimited amounts of money and you're able to fulfill your greeds what kind of greeds are you into after that like what gets you that high yeah next when you have unlimited amounts of money yeah right do you believe in the satanism do you think that's a reality that goes on hell yeah i believe it I believe it. What what makes you so certain about it? Too many whistleblowers. I mean, For it not to be true? Yeah, too many whistleblowers. I mean, mm-hmm. there's key ones, key ones. Like you can uh, go to YouTube and look up Kay Griggs or uh, the video. It's just an interview of her for six hours. She was married to... Uh, um, an ex-CIA assassin who ended up being real high, like Joint Chiefs Chief of Assassin. Joint Chiefs of Staff. His name is George Griggs. And um, she just, guys at that level, they're, they're the ones with all the power. Like the, the dudes, like the head of the army. Mm-hmm. Of the U.S. Army? Yeah. They have the power. All the, all that, this is according to, this is not just me making this up this is according to the whistleblowers they have all the they have most of the power they're running the military the military has has the power mm-hmm. and she's saying that at the high level all of them they just have a their own uh um gun running operation the That's military a, does yeah, all of them all the high ranking officers they're all making crazy money mm-hmm. with their own gun running 
They get their connections while they're they're in the military. They're brought up from kids. The, the people running it, they're all psychopaths from kids. From the they bring them up and they torture them. They get them into Satanism. They split their brain. MK Ultra. They bring up the kids. They bring them up like assassins, and they become assassins for the CIA. And then if they, you know, certain ones graduate and start running military operations, and and all the people in charge right now they were all brought up as as kids bill clinton obama all of them so you're saying they're they're prepped they're all brought up from they're all part of the cia family Hmm. they're all brought up like obama's mom was in the cia Mm -hmm. his mom was Mm. i mean he's he was brought up like oh we're gonna need him Mm -hmm. he's a good good candidate Mm. you know yeah it's, it's all it's it's all um Everything's controlled. Everything. Mm. Entertainment. It's all controlled. So what do you think is going on now with the Trump thing? Do you think... Because what you're saying makes sense, right? And there was a pattern all the way, I think, until you got to Trump of presidencies and presidents doing things certain ways. And I think Trump is the exception. Like he, he, yeah, it's not good, but he's not doing what was done before. And he's not doing it in the way that it was done before. What do you think is happening with the Trump thing? It could be legit like that. Like he's really like this different kind of guy doing different crazy things his own way and, and the establishment. They're all against him. I mean, what we see in the, in the mainstream media is everybody's against him. Actors, comedians, TV shows, mainstream media. Everybody's against him. Former heads of the CIA. Everyone's just coming out. They're all against him. So damn, it looks like. Do you think it this looks, one got away from them? Because they can't, you can't, they can't get it right. It 100%. could be part of the show, though. That could be part of the, the whole show. Is like, hey, listen, we'll let Trump do it. Everyone's gonna hate Trump, and we'll just fucking batter him. Like it could have been a whole trick to begin with, or maybe he got in legit, and they didn't. You know, they planned on uh, making Hillary win, but somehow there were so many people that woke up and then they voted for Trump and now we're changing shit. I don't know, man. That's that's a wishful thinking. I wish that was true. But I know one thing, though. I'd way rather take my chance with Trump than Hillary because if Hillary would have won, we, were, we would be all fucked right now. You think so? Yeah, this would be a different world. They would have greenlit everything. All the, the agenda would have just been turbocharged. They would have just... I think with Trump, the way it might have gone down, and this is just things that I, I thought about is like, I think this one got away from them. And because it's a legit, a guy who didn't need anyone's money to run. So he ran on his own money. So he doesn't need any favors from blank or any favors from blank. It's like, I'm on my own money. I'm a super rich dude. I think he's already in the club though. Mm. You know By being I mean? that it rich. looks good. It look, yeah, he's already up in there. He's already, I, I don't, it's hard for me to believe that. He's not part of the system, but I mean, they're, they're making it look like he isn't because the media and Hollywood are all against him. So it looks like, damn, we got a, a real, maybe that's just high level, you know, uh, psychological warfare on us. It's, it's, it's hard to know what's the trick. What's the, the double trick? What's the, you know, it's hard to yeah. tell. It's, it's hard to what's tell what's real, real, what's fake. Exactly. It's but, very hard to tell. And then, so we end up like cannibalizing our own thoughts, right? Like that. We just keep going in loops and it just, you just end up with a yeah, head. Maybe they want, they just want us all confused. Yeah. And you stop thinking about it, therefore doing something about it. 
Yeah. Right? That's yeah. kind of weird. That's that's a, that's a strange situation for it's humans. It's brilliant, though. If I was a psychopath running this country, I'd be like, fuck yeah. I'd go, like, oh, can we get that guy a raise who's coming up with this? Sh- this yeah. is great shit. Who came up with the Trump thing? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're so above the law that I bet that every now and then you know, they're hanging out and they say, you know what? How about we we say that we got uh, there's thirty thousand deleted me email. Maybe they just made up that shit with Hillary about the thirty thousand deleted emails and all that shit. You know what I mean? Because no one really knows any of that shit. Um, maybe like and it looks like she got busted. Oh my god! And she deleted the thirty thousand. What about where's the emails? Why were you hiding the emails? But meanwhile, she orchestrated that. She, Do you think you know it's a mean? worldwide conspiracy or just American conspiracy? I think it's all tied together. I think at the very top, it's international. It's not like American. They, they don't feel, I think the, the, the richest, most powerful people, uh, probably in that Rothschild mm. level. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe there, are they the top or, or, or is there a level above them? Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But. For them not to have complete control of the media, entertainment, movies, music, at the top, at the top. Indie mm-hmm. motherfuckers do pop through every now and then, but at the very top, the super level, mainstream, you gotta be part of the club. Or why would they, why would, they wouldn't let anybody in that famous and that powerful. Mm-hmm. They would never do it. That'd be a, that'd be a rookie mistake for a country. Like you're going to just let any, everyone gets control. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> so like China been around for thousands of years, right? Russia they control all been the around stars. for thousands of years. Right? USA, what? 400 years. Yeah. It's an experiment at the very much of yeah. an experiment of not, this is not a dictatorship. This is not like you will say what I, what I, you're going to do what I say. It's the pretend of you all get a vote. You all get a say. You all get to elect a president. Yeah. Dude, what company lets you elect a CEO of it? None. There's no company that gives the right to, for the, for the common worker to vote for who the CEO is going to be. Right. So yeah. why, how could you possibly run a country like that? Right. Yeah. So America is the great experiment, right? It's only about 400 years old. So I could see them being in like a minute, like an American conspiracy. But now when you're talking about it, like it's a global thing, it, now it's, you're kind of starting to stretch out your own theory, right? Because like the Russians and the Japs and all that stuff, like they've been around for way longer than we have and probably longer than we will be at this point, right? America is not a, a fucking a fail safe proof idea. It's a brand new idea of, democracy you know yeah. the greeks had it but he, what happened to them yeah. see what i'm saying but this is what, what i'm saying is it's not new the people that started the country were from the old country british british yeah. white, white yeah white it's people. all it's all um it could have been all set up by the people really ruling the planet they've mm-hmm. always been the rulers that's why when you go to washington you see the egyptian obelisk mm-hmm. you see all these egyptian signs mm-hmm. it's his bloodline it didn't it didn't like united states wasn't born and then like from out of nothing mm-hmm. it had all sorts of ties all sorts of ties so you don't think those ties controlled it from day one mm-hmm. from day one they controlled the experiment mm-hmm. they always made it it's it, I mean, the, it, um, you know, I don't know. But, they, but there has been those that kind of st- have tried to stand up to the system, right? Even presidency. I, I could say like 
JFK was probably the real last president. He probably, probably, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was there was a lot of well, that's shit we don't know about that that's what got already. him killed eventually yeah, yeah. right was the fact he wanted to do away with military I don't know if you knew that he wanted to do away with armies he had written a speech and thing he's saying like if all nations just gave up our militaries and we try to coexist and live in peace like that would make a better world than everybody just being strapped all the time which is the opposite of what's going on now right it's like yeah. everybody better have the best army I need to have a nuclear weapon because that asshole has a nuclear weapon and it's like we're getting to the point where People are, countries are walking around building fucking nuclear weapons to be safe because other people have them. What he wanted to do was do away with that military mindset, right? And also he was talking a lot of shit, man. He was exposing a lot of stuff and saying that the CIA and, and all these covert operations didn't have any place in his presidency and he didn't want anybody to, to like undermine them and yeah. that kind of, he wanted democracy to be reality. He only made it two years. He yeah. didn't finish his presidency. What if that was a big trick? Maybe he never died. Maybe that was a complete hoax. This is straight dome yeah. shot yeah. recorded. Yeah. I don't know, bro. <laughs> that's that's a far. You're, 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 I, dude, it's, I would hear it if it was like shot in the dark, right? But the conspiracy is, of course, that. Did you know that film didn't come out t- till ten years after? Is that so? Yeah, Did but there was that? people there though. Do, have you watched that film? Have you yeah. seen? Next time you take a look at it, yeah. take a look right when he right when he gets hit in the head, the whole head turns into yeah, this big purple. Off, yeah. No, but it didn't happen that way. That's not the, when you look at the autopsy; it's just a hole in the head. Like but, but the back of the head. So, so L- look at it again. It was tampered. Bullets with. explode. It came out ten years after the assassination. It came out ten. No one had any idea what happened. They had no idea. They who knows what that. It was in the middle of a parade. There was like thousands of people there, though. Like, yeah, yeah. But no, there. But you know, before the internet, before cameras, you know yeah. how easy it is to fake shit. I'm not saying that it was fake. Yeah, I'm not saying it was fake. <laughs> I'm just saying the way shit's going, I wouldn't be surprised if they just said if a psychopath said. Now, this is just me getting crazy. No, 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 no. This is why this, Eddie what Bravo's if, Eddie what, Bravo what because if, you say the moon landing didn't happen. I've any, seen you say that. It didn't happen. None of them. Not, not, I think you know? it did happen. I don't think it happened when they told you it happened because we were at a race with the Russians and we're like, before the 70s, we're going to get to the moon. Oh, we get there on in 69? We just happened to get it right before. I think it did happen. I don't think it happened when... I think the one we see is fake. I think we eventually did get there, but not when... We said we did. Well, where's the evidence that we went? So this is when it starts to get a little weird, right? And then now it comes the explanatory things that now you start to throw me off. There's no way you're going to be able to see a flag from here with a telescope. There's coordinates for it that you can type in and it'll give it to you. No, no. You don't think so? No. No. So Mm. I've done There's That's never, ever, 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 ever brought up. You don't think we because it's not real. Do you think we've never been to the moon? No. Where's the evidence? Uh All we have is fake shit. Mm. So just because there's faked evidence, there's just because the evidence went to the moon is all faked. How do you get that? We actually did go. When they faked all that, but you're saying, but we did secretly go. Yeah, I think we we secretly did. Yeah, but we got to talk about evidence, though. There's no evidence of that. That's an extraordinary claim that you went to the moon on a secret mission. Mm -hmm. Where is that evidence? Mm -hmm. If someone said, yes, 
they faked that uh, that mission. That's all fake, but they really went secretly. Yeah. I have the evidence that they went secretly. Mm-hmm. This is it. Mm-hmm. Then you go, okay, you have evidence that they went secretly, but if you're just saying, I think they went secretly, yeah, you, you should understand that, you know, that's not going to change anybody who doesn't believe it's mind. Mm-hmm. I, I, not only do I think we went, I think we've gone many a times. We got a lot of shit going on up there. I, it wouldn't make sense to go and not do anything with it. Just pick up some sand and be like, all right, we're good. And just well, like lose interest in the they moon? They never went. Huh? They never went. You, oh, wh- what would be the purpose of faking that? Just like you said, the space race. Mm-hmm. To beat the Russians? And to steal money. It costs trillions of dollars to do space oh, missions. Easy okay. to... The, the main goal of a politician um, a, a, is to figure out ways they can steal tax money. Because that's, that's an endless amount of money that no one's going to come kill you for Mm -hmm. if you steal a corporation's money or anybody's money you're going to get killed Mm -hmm. but if you take tax money there's trillions in tax money you just got to figure out how to take it and come up with a program and scheme do you think that's what nasa is that's exactly what it is just a way to cop money from the yep public and to and to make sure they regulate uh, cosmology all the information comes from space they're regulating it what what do you think they're hiding the truth of what we're on which is, uh, we're not on a spinning ball, fin- spinning through space. No, we're not on a ball. No, it, it doesn't. That doesn't make sense to you. No. Well, what what makes there's, sense? It's, to you? There's no evidence of it. All the pictures of space are all CGI. Mm-hmm. They fake six moon missions, mm-hmm. and there's a lot. It's just when you really look into it, man, they faked a lot of shit. You're not really tell why, but oh, but we're supposed to believe you with everything, all the other information. Mm-hmm. And then when you look into that information, you're like, fuck, none of this was ever proved, but we just believe it. We're just raised with it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're raised. You're indoctrinated the, into believing. We're in, right? indoctrinated into believing that. We are shooting through the galaxy at 600,000 miles an hour. Do you know how fucking fast 600,000 miles an hour? Yeah. They, that's their number. Mm-hmm. That's not a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Their number is that we're shooting, we're going three different ways. Mm-hmm. We're going 600,000 miles one way, mm-hmm. 60,000 miles an hour another way. That's miles an hour. That's mm-hmm. like a car. Imagine a car. You go 60 miles an hour. This is 60,000 miles an hour another way, mm-hmm. 600,000 miles an hour another way, and then a 1,000 miles an hour spinning on its axis. Mm-hmm. You're, they can make people believe that mm-hmm. by just putting it in school. Mm-hmm. No evidence. There's zero evidence of that. Mm-hmm. They're just jumping. They're just making all these wild equations to make their ball theory work. Yeah. The model is wrong. Mm. The math works. Yeah. Because they have, they're assuming that the, the model is a ball. Mm -hmm. So all the math will work. Mm. That's why you have all these crazy numbers. So the, so the math in, the math, if you break it down, is really wrong because we're wrong to begin with basing it on a ball. They check, they check the math that's based on a premise that hasn't been proven. Which is what some people wanted me to ask you. We're going to get into the audience questions is the flat earth thing. That's is what that, I'm talking about. Is that what you adhere to? Yeah. That, I'm, th- there's When you look at the flat earth side and you look at the ball earth side, the ball earth side is all, a, uh, it's, it's all the uh, people on the ball side, all the people that will point to this. But what about the scientists? All the scientists, they figured mm-hmm. it out. They don't know what, what scientists figured out what. All they know is Albert Einstein and Isaac Newton. They don't know any other scientists. But they claim all these other scientists, they all agree in this consensus. And they don't know 
any of these scientists' names. They don't know any of the experiments of what we're talking about or what dates the experiments were done, or they don't know any details of the experiment. Give me a what general, it was called. basic. Just people will always say, walking around. "We'll say, what about the scientists? What about the science? All science says this, and science says that, and they don't know." what they're talking about they're what they're talking about is someone figured it out someone figured out shit that they can't figure out so they just accept uh but wouldn't you need science to prove the flat earth also yeah you need science you need someone with a degree and a study to to, to back this up that's what what we're talking about Uh uh-huh of course and there's those science science it's it's not about science it's about real science and pseudoscience yeah that's what it's about just science can be anything science mm-hmm. could be fake science right science could be bought science P- paid i mean we do it all the time for the psychopaths to run a country and not control the science they would get their heads cut off mm-hmm. their boss so you got who you got you guys been here for fucking 50 years and you're not controlling the science mm-hmm. someone's head would come off of yeah. that they would never let that that's like you learn that first day at, what, at what, psychopath what, school what? you know what i mean <laughs> you control the science so when you're talking about science yeah you're talking about real science yeah Fake science, yeah. Pseudoscience. What science? What kind of science? You gotta, you gotta explain, and then you gotta prove it. So if you can't, I can prove that water um, always conforms to the interior of a container. Mm-hmm. I could do that over and over. I can prove that over and over. I can prove that water will always remain level on mm-hmm. I, in any country. Um, I could do it a million times, mm-hmm. but no one can prove that water will take the shape of the exterior of something like a planet and 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 keep it together and people will, will always say well that's what gravity does there's no proof of gravity mm-hmm. there's no proof of, you can't measure gravity gravity's a theory things fall yeah pe- things fall cuz you think it's gravity yeah. right you mm-hmm. think there's this there's you think there's a force yeah. pulling that down yeah you think is that why um we're on a ball and like a uh a skyscraper just won't fly out because gravity's holding it down. Mm-hmm. Gravity, there's a force holding it down. Well, right? it has to, if you adhere to the ball that you're saying, like the ball theory of the earth being round, that makes sense, right? It makes sense that that's why it wouldn't fly off because, because you have gravity because holding you have gra- it. So okay, you so have to th- without to gravity, a bunch of stuff. yeah, without, without gravity, it all it, falls none of apart. it makes sense. Yeah. So, and got, without it being round, it all, none of it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so it has so, to be round for all gravity to make sense. Yeah. Okay. Right? So it's round and there's, there's this force gravity that's, that holds air. You know, if an airplane runs out of gas, gravity is going to slam that airplane to the ground and yeah. it's going to crash. Which it trains, does, right? trains, trains, trains aren't just floating. Gravity is a force holding that train down, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Right, right. So if there's this force, this gravity is holding it down, like it's strong as fuck, right? So the stronger you are, like you take a dude that's six foot five, like, like, uh, um, Ray Lewis, you take Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. and would it be easier for him to control a, a, a toddler or a grown man that's 200 pounds? Hmm. Well, what's easier for toddler, him to control? Obviously. The toddler. Yeah. So the smaller a thing, yeah. something is, the easier it's going to be for Ray Lewis to control him. Right. Absolutely. The bigger it is, the harder, right? Of course. So that's like, that's like gravity. Uh-huh. How come gravity can't hold a, a helium balloon down? How come the helium just rises in it? it well, the helium is lighter than the air. That's the, so that's the, what makes it go up. Exactly. Uh-huh. But the other side of gravity, if you can either believe in gravity, that's why things fall, gravity, yeah. or you believe it falls, yeah. this is falling because it's heavier, it's yeah. more dense than the air that's contained. Yeah. But helium is lighter than the air, so it rises. Yeah. 
So gra- if gravity has this force that holds these b- tanks to the ground, yeah. but it can't hold a helium balloon to the ground, where's mm-hmm. that force at? Why is it so selective? Doesn't make any sense. But well, there's no helium in the in the heavy thing. So the, the and this and the whatever it's constructed in is heavier than the helium. That has so nothing to do with gravity. Down. Wait, that's, has that's all buoyancy. to do with gravity, doesn't buoyancy. it? Buoyancy. No, it's if it's lighter than the air, yeah. it rises. If yeah. it's heavier than the air, it goes but the out. Container, like the water. Like the water. So if, if you put the helium in, in, in this speaker box, it's not going to work. It has to be a thin, light material like latex for it to flow. No, and you're, you're, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm saying if this gravity yeah. is so strong, it yeah. can hold the tank stuck to it. Right. But it can't hold a helium, a helium air balloon. It doesn't matter. I could grab a helium. I could just hold it down. There's yeah. No, no balloons going down. I could take a helium balloon. I could do yeah, that. You I'm stronger than gravity. You're stronger than the helium. But I'm, well, no, I'm talking about what about gravity? How come gravity can't hold it down? Because the, the, the helium is inside of us, of a structure that, this, that allows the helium to so work. strong. Ray Lewis yeah. can't control this toddler. Yeah. He can't control the toddler. Do you see the the? Can you see the analogy or? My I see your it? analogy, but I'm just saying, if the helium was inside of a metal box, the helium would have zero effect. What about a butterfly? How come a grav a grav a butterfly should be stuck to the ground? If gravity's so strong that it's holding oceans to yeah, the, it's yeah. holding oceans down, but yeah. it can't hold a butterfly down. Well, here's the here's the thing. It's not it's not just gravity. A butterfly so should be stuck. <laughs> yeah. If there's a force yeah. it's strong enough to hold an ocean. Yeah. Everything, we'd be stuck. But it's like putting water in a bucket and then swinging the bucket, right? So the water's not going to fly out if you're swinging the bucket hard enough. That's but why the, the water's on the outside of Earth. Yeah, but it's spinning. But see, now, now you're going to get- You're talking it. about stuff you can't prove, though. No, uh, absolutely. I'm talking about stuff. I know I could prove, like I'm saying, we're talking about stuff. Yeah. Unless you disagree. Yeah. Do you agree that in any country, I can- I can do an experiment with the mechanics of fluid yeah. and show to you and prove to you that no matter how I turn an object filled with water, mm-hmm. water will always find level. Right, do you agree it with that? expands to the Do you container. agree with that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's that's a proof that we both agree on. Um, another proof is that in any country, I can do multiple experiments, repeatable experiments, measurable experiments at science when you can experiment on something and prove that water will always conform to the interior of a container, mm-hmm. never to the, right? right? I could do that over and over. Right, right. So do we both agree on that? Sure. So that's something we could prove for ourselves. We don't have to take someone's word for. If you're talking about, if you bring up information that you can't, you don't, you just heard someone yeah, there's a say lot of, it. There's a lot of stuff you know in science mean? that's quote unquote facts, but that can, they, that can't be proven. It's theories, right? So no, that's no, why we're like talking about. But we're talking. But we're talking about just me and you. Yeah, just you and me. Okay. We could talk about religion. Yeah. I could bring up the Bible, and you go. Well, I mean, you know no, what I mean. No, 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 what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is it's the same thing. Yeah. you're taking someone's word for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know that the if you looked up right now on Google, how far is the sun from the Earth? It's yeah. going to say 93 million miles. Yeah. You don't know that, but you believe it because mm-hmm. it's on Google. Mm. But you don't know it. So you, you, Eddie, doesn't believe anything he can't prove. Why do I make money if I do? Do you make money w- if you? What's do believe the benefit it? if I do? I'll believe it. If there's a benefit, do yeah. I get girls or something or like money? <laughs> yeah. If I just take some science, if I believe yeah. it, do I have to believe it? No, but you know what it is. But People check a box and they're like, okay, now I'm okay with this, and I can move I on with the rest of my life. I don't care yeah. I, if I don't. Why it does? Why would it matter to me if I believed in something? Or no, not? and I'm not. If I'm going to jail. Or no, no, I'm just saying. It, I'm just saying. So people say, why yeah. don't you believe? And why would I? Yeah. What does it do to me? Does yeah. it help me? Yeah. And, or the other. You or, guys lie so much. Why would I believe? Why, you're saying, why don't I believe a liar? 
Mm. Why not believe liars? Mm-hmm. They fake six moon missions, and you're going to believe that <laughs> yeah. shit. Why do what do we have the technology to go? Right? No, you don't believe we have no. the the technology no. to get there. No. In 2017, we don't have the technology mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. We think we're far away from there. You think we don't? You don't think you can't land? You can't. You can't shoot up a rocket. Yeah, this is their story. Yeah. Shot up a rocket. Yeah, then the lunar orbiter. Yeah. Goes around the moon, yeah. and then there's another spaceship inside the lunar orbiter, the LEM, that's going to separate. Yeah, it detaches. Yeah. Well, it's going around the fucking moon. Yeah. Okay, it's going to detach, yeah. and then it's going to fucking land. Yeah. They're going to play golf. Yeah. They're going to get on a dune buggy. They had a dune buggy in there. Yeah, and then they're going to take off from the moon, yeah. and then attach themselves to the lunar orbiter, mm-hmm. and then come back home. Yeah. yeah. No. Too much? Come on, man. Come on. Oh no, man. Like we have some wild You've never sci- seen anything. Some You've wild never seen scientific anything do it. experiments. It's wild scientific advances that allow us to do a bunch of shit Says here who? that we see all the time. Says who? Like okay, here's like the what? thing. The, the, where's the science? like where's the proof of that? The pure fact iPhone? The pure, the pure, pure fact that we're able to record audio on vinyl. That has nothing to do with no, 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 it's a technological advance that spaceship we're able to technology. Do. Yeah. That's different. Well, it's all force, right? So if I have enough force I can escape gravity, which that's what the rocket does, right? And the force Nobody's comes from the done rocket it. Nobody's the Russians didn't do it, the Chinese didn't do it. No one's done it. That's a crazy thing to say, Eddie. No one's done. You realize that, right? What? Well, because there's like amateur astrologers that have built little rockets that shoot out to space. And so they're able to do it on a smaller scale. And just like everyday people, like there's amateur scientists that prove certain What's things. What's their names? Oh, I don't know. And wh- but I exactly. Could, what? What? No, no. We're, we're, t- we're yeah. trying to, the only way you could have a discussion is if we stick to things. Yeah. That we can, that we bring can, we both, we both agree on. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you both, you, you agree that we can, we can test the mechanics of water yeah. anywhere, right? Yeah. It's always, but we can never prove that water will stick to a spinning ball anywhere in mm-hmm. any laboratory anywhere. Well, the, the, so the rationale is that the container that you're talking about, it doesn't say here, the container would be the atmosphere and that's what that contains stuff. This is a theory. Th- that, that's the, that's the theory, that a theory provided to us. I, I think no, that's what we're talking about. I'll we're talking you, about theories. I'll put you on the conspiracy we're talking about thing, theories. But I think the complete opposite. I, not only do I think we went up to space, I think we've done way more other shit that you, you and me are not privy to. Because why would we be? Where's the proof? That, well, I just because of the the scientific advances that we can see here are so that has nothing to do with spaceships. But it, we're still driving cars that look like the same from the fifties. Well, because see now we get into all kinds of shit. the reason. Look, there's a, there's cars right now that you can drive that'll give you like seventy miles to the gallon on an electric. Big deal. Right? They're not flying. But the reason they're still on tires. But why are the gas? Why are the cars that still? If, the minute we found to discover this technology that allows us not to use gas, why are we still using gas? It's money. People want money. They want. They want to keep making money off of you. If you don't have to stop at a fucking gas station every every six days, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know the pockets start getting a little thin. But when you're talking about battery life, when you can when you can. Uh, Take a road trip just because you got solar panels on your vehicle. People's pockets start thinning out a little bit, right? Which is what I think is really happening. I, you have the idea that we haven't done the things. I think we've done way more things that they will ever be previously. I just don't see any proof. You don't see the proof of it. Where's the proof? iPhones. It, dude, this is an amazing fucking technology. That what does that have to do with spaceships? Pocket. That technology has advanced for us to allow to do certain things. We're still driving around. You take a picture of the corner right here on Burbank and and Sepulveda. Yeah. It could be 1972, except the cars are just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Still wheels, still rubber on the car, still an engine in the same spot. Yeah. It's still a sure way to make money. 
That's the reason that they're still around. Everything looks the same. Every, there's nothing's changed. We still we had planes in the fifties and the sixties, big jumbo jets. They look cleaner now. They're a little better, but it's still the same. We're living in the same shit. Mm. We're being held back. The mm-hmm. technology is being held back. Yeah. So we they don't. They, so it's being held back to allow to maintain us on a certain level of discipline, right? Of mental human advance. So if they keep everybody dumb and everybody going to work, they can. They can fatten their pockets. The minute you find enlightenment and the minute you realize you don't need any of this shit, their system doesn't, doesn't work. Now, flip that a million, three million, five, say six million people in the United States for a fucking fact knew everything that Eddie Bravo was saying is true. What, how, how, how much is that going to mess up their system they got going on? So the reason that they dumb you down and keep things lower, like right now the cable companies, I'll give you an example, right? There's this thing called files, uh, files, right? And it's just like these super high conducting electrical wires that will send signals back and forth. There's cable companies that are still not using that. And the reason they're not using it, because it still makes sense for you to pay to use the other services. They don't need to upgrade to that level. So think about that on a grand scale of like, no, the technology we have, we don't want you to have it yet. We've developed it. We don't want you to have it. This will keep you happy. You being able to fucking use the, the most amazing technological advance to share what your fucking lunch look like on Instagram is a ridiculous use of this technology. It has nothing to do with spaceships. <laughs> iPhones are awesome, for sure. They're, they're this, is, this is a fucking miracle. The, re- the fact that I can text you totally. across the world, that's yes. amazing technology. Yes. And we don't. U- what do we utilize it for? Dick pics. For dick pics. It's like, can you imagine like Ben Franklin being like, what is this? Oh, it's a device. It's a phone. This is a phone? This is a phonograph machine that I invent? Like, See what I'm saying? Yeah. So they give you what what you So because we have iPhones, we went to the moon. I think the te- technological advances are there for us okay. to do that. I just haven't seen any proof. And there's no reason for me to believe it. Like mm. I've there's no reason. Like if they paid me to believe it, I'll believe it. If you if sure. I was gonna get thrown in jail, I'll believe it. <laughs> okay. Why would I why would I believe liars? Mm. Why would I believe liars? Mm-hmm. People are like they believe the liars. Everyone's like defending the liars. Believe the liars. They think I'm crazy for not trusting what liars say. So I don't trust what they say. This is unless the, they pay me, pay me and I'll believe you. And then you'll say that you believe it or you'll pay actually me. believe it. I'll, hey, I'll just, I'll get that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't stupid. <laughs> but it's not, I'm not making any money. People yeah. are like, people act like, dude, you're blowing it, dude. <laughs> yeah, you have kids, man. Yeah. Fuck. Well, you know dude, what it is? You know fucking what it is? just say it. They believe think... their shit. They're scientists. Even if you they're don't scientists. believe it, say, say you believe it anyway. They're scientists. Yeah. People, they act like that. Yeah. Like, dude. You know, because some people, not everybody, have a crew than anything you say, like, you know, like yeah. anything you can dream up of how the government can fuck you, if it makes sense, if you could follow the money, if it, you know, if it makes sense economically, mm-hmm. then you go, yeah, yeah, for sure they're doing that. Mm-hmm. All the dude has to say is, you know how the government's fucking right here in this industry? Mm-hmm. And, and like an industry I'm not, I know nothing about, mm-hmm. they make something believable. I just go ahead and, it could be bullshit, but I'll go ahead and believe it. I trust him. He kind of looked into it. And if it's not true, it doesn't matter. You're just still fucking lying thieves. Mm. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to believe shit. It's like someone, like a whore. She fucked everybody. Your neighborhood whore. She fucked everybody. And uh, you didn't know she fucked uh, Luis. 
your boy. Yeah, you didn't think, but then someone, some guy goes, "Hey, did she fuck Louise too?" <laughs> You'd probably believe her, right? Yeah, no doubt, because she has that yeah. history behind. Even if she didn't fuck Louise, it wouldn't matter. She's still a whore, mm. right? Yeah, it wouldn't matter. So same. Thing. It wouldn't be like ah, you, you fucking thought she fucked Louise. You thought you're yeah. crazy. Yeah, you're crazy for thinking she fucked Louise. Mm. I told anybody can tell you, she, you know, that she fucked anybody. You'd believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's a fucking whore. Yeah, that's what they it's do. not that hard to convince me. Yeah, yeah. You could fool me easily. <laughs> you could make some shit about uh, shit up about the government. Say, do they fuck you in this way too? Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. They, what what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers. You sure? What I what, what about what about you said MK Ultra and you? So you 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 are are people good, Eddie? Do you think human beings are good? Yeah, most people are good, but the people that rise to the top are psychopaths. And, and people, okay, now this is important because uh, people think, oh, psychopaths. They have an idea what that means, but it's like. Less than ninety or eighty percent of psychopaths are actually like physically harmful to other people, right? But there's psychopaths walk around us every day, and there's certain aspects of psychopath. Not all psychopaths are going to go around shooting people. That's not a psychopath. A psychopath, someone who doesn't have empathy, doesn't have sympathy, doesn't have like. And you need to not have those things to get to a certain level of business, right? If your if your water's polluted, if you're polluting the river, you need to not be able to give a fuck about that to go to sleep at night to pollute more rivers to make more money. Right, yeah. so there's psychopaths running the country. I don't think you could doubt that, right? It, it takes a level to be able to just like murder people. It takes a level of psychopaths to just like, you know, run over people, just like just them, poison the, the head of shit. the head of crime families are always the most uh, psychopathic. Well, look, right? Look All at gang members. Look, look at look at like a hardcore gang member. That dude doesn't cry on Toy Story three when he watches yeah. it. Yeah. He's Psychopath. He doesn't give yeah. a fuck. He, the dude that can walk then? up and shoot a cop without for, that's a psychopath, right? Now imagine on a business sense. Yeah. Right? That's Same what I'm talking thing. about. So here's the thing. <clears throat> so if the world is ran by psychopaths, right? Like people that really don't give a fuck about you, they just yeah. wanna they all have their own interests in mind. So now the satanic thing makes sense. So now the lying about the science makes sense mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But are people good? Generally, people are good. You 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 all you believe good it. people don't want to run the world. Mm. Good people just want to be left alone and just have be with their families. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what good people want to do. Mm-hmm. The people who are running shit, you have to you, you have to be a psychopath to be in the running. Mm. All those guys are brought up, mm-hmm. and th- uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of kids are being kidnapped, and there's a giant pedophile ring going on throughout Hollywood, through the uh, Washington D.C. globally, the U.K. It's huge. It's it's and funny that you say that because I have a soft spot when it comes to th- that stuff. And from day one, I've I've aligned myself with the National Organization of Missing and Exploited Children. Even even my little my listenership, which is about twenty thousand people, right? It's not a lot of people, but it's there. I'll retweet a hey, missing kid, missing kid, missing kid. Because to me, the fact that there's one child that do, you don't know where that is, it's fucking insane to me that it's an epidemic of missing children. And what I ask all these people every time I have a conversation with them is, where are fucking kids going? Where are they? Child and it's always like, traffic rings. I want to know how in, how it has to become an epidemic where children are people. There's missing people out there. And where are, and the numbers are vast. And not just this year. Get, imagine how many children have been missing a million the, a year since the 60s. A million a year. That's an insane amount of people for you to not know where a child who doesn't drive, doesn't fly, walks away. It just disappears. And why have we come to accept this? Why isn't fucking billboard just flashing missing children? All that, like, what is going on that we just accept 
the children are missing, right? That blows my mind. That, that's just, as, as a human being, as a father, it's just crazy that people are just okay living yeah, with this. That's the biggest problem in the world right I, now. I would say fuck everything else. We need to look into where these kids are going and follow that show. Because I guarantee you, it's going to be a real fucked up ending story. Yeah. To who knows where the kids are and who's okaying kids being missed. It's been done since forever. Since the dawn of time. They've always- You're a conspiracy it. guy. You ever heard the conspiracy that we're eating the kids? Eating them too. You, 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 eating do you, do you, do you eating them, killing them, uh, raping them, putting them in sex trade. Uh, they're doing everything to them. I can't believe pornography is legal. First of all, I just, it just, it's just like a basic human being. Like the fact that pornography is legal is amazing that we allow 18 year old girls to just get fucked left and right and then make money off of it. Like yeah. the children, 18, you're a fucking kid. There's yeah. a runaway teenager. I Someone think, needs to go help that girl. I think, I think, uh, it's good for, the psychopaths to let everyone get sexualized because they like you can get porn on your phone easily they don't block none of that shit and these are not 37 year old adults that have these are 18 year old girls yeah the 18 year old children yeah. that this is happening and there's laws that say it's okay it to me that's amazing now okay okay so it just it just it just amazing to the level that we've let kind of humanity yeah the kids that's the worst cannibalize one. on ourselves right so a million kids get kidnapped a year that's in, a, the, in the united states and that you know where it happens the most where washington dc is that so yep i had no idea crazy right well, yeah that's in, in like a, a fucking metropolis just like in a, the, the people running the world they love now the kids. other conspiracy and we'll, and we'll wrap up with some questions because i'm gonna get my ass beat if i don't give you these questions because they were really angry about it uh do you think it goes back to the satanic thing Yes. You think so? Yes. You, and obviously, we get into the top levels, and you got the sacrifices, and yes. you know, satanic, and different Hell yeah, they're doing all that shit. Does Eddie adhere to religion at all? The what? Do you adhere to religion? Is There's there, a creator. Yeah, so you sure. definitely believe in a god. Yes. What do you think? Uh, so and so there's, there's, there's a devil also. So you think this is a reality? Say, like, God and the devil, they're real? That's like a real situation? <sighs> There's some something that created us. I don't really know how how to break it down. Mm. I don't know what it is, but mm. there is something created this, mm. and we are in some kind of container. And this is a special place. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So let me get to some of these questions. I got a couple jujitsu ones that the people wanted me to ask you. Okay? So you made a statement earlier this month that he plans on taking out. Let me see who is it. Oh, the Donner uh, Death Squad, right? Yeah, the Death Squad. Uh, he, you, you bait giant waves with that, the, the community is saying. Um, what, what are you doing to make that a reality? We're trying to be the best jujitsu, no gi jujitsu mm-hmm. association in the world. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be the best, mm-hmm. um, uh, specifically in the sub only genre. Yeah. In the submission only world. That's, that's what we're trying to dominate. Mm-hmm. And right now, DDS, they're dominating. Mm-hmm. So, they're the ones we're aiming for. Mm. You know, if it was another team, it would, it's nothing personal. If it was another team that was number oh, one, we'd be aiming for them. Oh, so it's not like a vendetta. It's just, no. they're the top. I want to be the top. Yeah. Yeah. I respect the hell out of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, if it was Alliance at the top, I would have said, we're, we're, we're aiming for Alliance. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be the best. Yeah. We may end up being fourth, but it's not because of lack of trying. We're trying to be the best. And right mm. now, DDS is the best. Mm. They're the, in the sub only game. It's no doubt about it. Mm. Gordon Ryan, mm-hmm. Gary Tonin, mm-hmm. Eddie Cummings, those dudes, they fucking shred people up. 
and they got all the belts except mm-hmm. for one of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're aiming for them. Mm-hmm. And it's important to you just because you want to be the top. Eight, yeah, and nothing. It's no vendetta. I have mm-hmm. no problems with any of them. Mm. Okay. Why is jujitsu so important to Eddie Bravo? It's how I make my money. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I thought is is it like because the the idea is like uh, what I you what you hear a lot is like you learn karate so you never have to use karate. Right, so there's like a spiritual side to it. There's like a like a genre behind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that it, or is it Eddie just makes his cheese and that's how you do it? No, I love it, obviously. You know, but um, it's a business too. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. is this is what I do. And being number one is good for business. Yeah, we're trying to be number one, mm. not trying to be number two or number three. Yeah, we're trying to be the best. Yeah, no doubt. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, abs- I, 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 man, I hear you. Everyone wants to be the best at, at, at whatever it is that they do. And you obviously have a passion for you. You're very talented at it. You're, some of your videos are fucking amazing to watch. I don't Thanks. know how you do those things, man. I really don't. It's years of discipline and stuff. Thank you, man. Thanks. You're very incredible. Thank you for sitting with me. I hey, really appreciate you, your time. Thank you. We got to do part two because there's so much other stuff that I really want to get into, but I know it's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Tired. I got to get, I gotta get I'm back with home. You. I'm with you. Thank you again Thank for you, your man. time, Eddie Bravo. Thank you. Appreciate it. You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.